Happy Friday and welcome to Minute 135 of the Great Escape Minute, the daily podcast where we dig into the Great Escape one minute at a time. I'm Rob and joining me to finish off the week once again is Jeanette Ward of the Mundane Adventures of a Fangirl. Welcome back to the show for your fifth episode, Jeanette. Oh, thanks for having me. So happy it's Friday. What? You're, you're that bored with, with going through all this? No, uh... just Fridays, man. Love it. Oh, okay. Always good. All right, just making sure that it's not a reflection on, <laughs> no, on, on the episode or, or no, you know, this movie. It's time or... for the weekend. All right. <laughs> Especially the first weekend of 2022. That's right. <laughs> we'll be partying like it's 2022. Yeah. All right, well, uh, Minute 135 begins with Ashley Pitt taking an intense look at his newspaper, which surprisingly he probably doesn't know how to read, but that uh, we don't know. It goes all the way till Blythe begins, begins to, to ask a question. Uh, so, as we've established over the last few days, a bunch of these POWs are trying to find ways of get, getting to freedom. We have a group of them on, on the train. Today we'll actually meet a few more that are on the train, but up until now we've seen Roger and Mac, Henley, Blythe, and Ashley Pitt on the train. Mm-hmm. We ended yesterday's minute with Henley telling Ashley Pitt uh, tally-ho, mm-hmm. try to watch out, someone's coming, be careful. Mm-hmm. He decides to pick up a newspaper and pretend that he's reading uh, German propaganda. Yes, he does not take any direct, immediate action. He seems to consider his options and focus on reading his newspaper quietly like a very peaceful train passenger. Yes. Now, I, I love the way that they do this, this initial shot because you can see Ashley Pitt's reflection in the window at the same time. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's just a, it's a beautiful shot. Mm-hmm. And as I mentioned yesterday, you can see that he and the good German behind him are, are uh, actually reading the, the same paper. Showing that continuity-wise, they, they did this well. They made sure they were that, paying attention. They made sure everyone was reading. was on point. Completely, completely. We only get him for about a second or two, and then we're back to our discussion that we started yesterday between uh, Roger Mack and the Gestapo man. Mm-hmm. And Gestapo, the Gestapo, Gestapo man sent their papers. Actually, starts speaking French to them. Yesterday, yes. you mentioned that you know a little German. Do you know a little French also? I know a little bit of French. He says, uh, vous êtes français? So he says to them, you are French. And they say, oui. And then uh, Matt goes, moi aussi, which is, yeah, me too. Yeah, so, great. See. This is this is the level of I, French I had to I'm look all at. that up. Yeah. So, je ne suis pas je comprends un peu de français. Right. I had to look all that up. So you're, you're, you're one step ahead of me on that. <laughs> you know. this, this French, I got you. I can translate all of French on this level. This is very clear and basic. Yeah. No, I love the way that Mac just like throws in, yeah, I'm, I'm awesome. Me too. Yeah, me too. And Matt continues with whatever he's doing. He's he's playing with like a little, you know. If 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 this was modern in modern, he'd be like playing on an iPod or you know playing Super Mario Brothers on a Nintendo. Yes, they're both trying to appear as casual as possible. Very very French casual. We're we're just two French guys here on this train, seated across from these SS officers, and we're not worried about that at all. What are you doing in the middle of Poland? Um, business trip, you know, to do stuff. Exactly. Right. Wine, Could be. probably. Right? Yeah. They're French, so. <laughs> and once again, we get to see the, you know, the Hitler youth and the, the little lady next to him just staring yep. out. You know, don't react. Mm-hmm. Don't let anyone know that we're actually, uh, you know, filming here. <laughs> well, she's disturbed to be sitting next to that kid. So that's, she's wondering if, if I get up and run away from this kid, is anyone mm, going to notice? Maybe. And then there's that suspicious guy on the the right hand side, 
you know, who's we see part of his face because he's, you know, sitting with his back to the Germans. And he's actually turned around. He's focused on the action. Turned around and seeing what's going focused on. on the action. Hmm. Are they going to get someone? Yeah. He's involved. <laughs> what he's doing is, what? French guys? That's what what are you guys doing, doing here? On, on this train. What are you doing in Poland? <laughs> right. Basically, they act quite casual with everything that they're doing here. And the, the German doesn't even seem suspicious at all. Like, why? The question is, is why does he single them out? You know, he walks into the car and doesn't touch, doesn't say anything to the people in the first row. Yeah, there's, there are people in the row behind them or in front of them, I guess, if you're talking about the train. Because they're sitting in the second row facing backwards, uh, if you think about the train right. moving forward. And yeah, the the uh, Gestapo guy goes directly to them. So either they look suspicious, they stand out. He already maybe checked those people in another car. Who knows? But yeah, he goes right to uh, our characters. Chats with them. Yeah, and basically, he doesn't even look suspicious at, at them at, at any way. No. And they're, the forgeries, right? The French passports they have must be flawless. Because he's like, hey, all right, you're French. I'm out of here. Well, we know that Blythe must have done them and not Smithy. Who, right. Who forgot an, an eagle on a particular stamp? Not too bright. He just gives them back their uh, their papers and continues along. Looking casually at everyone yeah. as he's walking by. He goes, up, oh, Hitler youth, old woman. Old man, no problem. These are not people who just escaped from a prisoner of war camp. Yeah, doesn't ask any of these other people for their passports. And then Roger and Matt give a look at one another, saying they're pretty glad that nobody... It's the visual the visual equivalent of the, whoo, made it through that. Exactly. They're, they're not wiping sweat off of off their brows, you know, not drawing any attention to themselves by doing this or anything like that. Right. And again, Mac then goes back to continue writing on a pad of paper. What is he writing? Mm-hmm. Taking notes. Taking notes. Listen, somebody's got to write down stuff that's going to eventually become the screenplay for this movie. That is very true. The question is, in what language is he writing? Because if he's pretending to be French, he should be writing it in French. He should be, but I bet you he's writing it in English. That's right. Or maybe he's writing it in Scottish. (laughs) Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. In some sort of Scottish dialect that no one will (laughs) be able to figure out. You know, while he's singing about the... uh, the old 42nd or anything like, you know, back, back with what he and Ives did months mm-hmm. ago when we discussed this. Mm-hmm. Who knows? You never know. We get to see uh, Blythe and Henley again walking in, in another car. Mm-hmm. Again, we see And it. again, the, the more I look at these scenes from car to car to car, they had one half a car set that they just dressed and moved the camera around at <laughs> different angles and shifted the suitcases in the back. This is one singular set that they use for three or four different cars. It's the way it seems. And and you notice here that the you know the the, the honeypot or the, uh, the, yep, the yep. drug dispensary is actually on both sides. Yes, it is. Which makes it even so, stranger to try and figure out what that is. Yeah. And so, if any of I our listeners have any idea, please let us know. I'm curious to know what 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 those are. You know, is that? is that like place to put suggestions? You know, suggestion box. Yeah, yeah. Get more than one car on this train. That's the first suggestion that's in there. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't rent more than one car. And then <laughs> once again, once again, we got, you know, the, the, the two ladies, mm-hmm. <laughs> both two on ladies. the right and left hand side. Sorry, we got double the ladies. That's right. I, I love the way that Blythe is walking. I mean, he's, he's supposed to be blind, but he's walking perfectly. Well, that's how you hide being blind, right? Just gonna keep walking straight ahead. I know that the center of this train car is straight. I'm going to assume no one's in my way. I'm just going to keep walking. 
Right, but Henley actually bumps into Haynes. I think he does that on purpose. <laughs> no, I know though, he does. He? I know, I know, I know. Wait, 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 how that? did Blythe not bump into Haynes? That's my point. That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> well, clearly it means that Henley stumbled sideways on purpose and that, uh, exactly. you know. But, but also, you just said in, in the seat where Haynes is sitting, there are actually three people. He, he's sitting there with, you know, they, they were actually get three No other seat has three people. That's right. Up until now. We haven't seen any seats with three people. We've seen some with one, some with two, and this is the first one with three. I guess these, these two Polish women, uh, you know, don't mind having a German soldier sitting next to them. I guess not. Especially, I mean, we discussed this last week, especially a German soldier without a gun or a suitcase or anything. Like, where where is he going? We discussed last week. He, just a guy on a train. He's go, he get places yeah, to but he, you'd think that he'd have, like, a pack with him or... You know, if he's if he's on his way or, home, or he's got dirty laundry. Or... Yeah, nothing. Nope, nothing. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> something something else that that we'll have to ponder for for many years. For... Wait, listen, we're talking about a country where no one said anything about the uh, what's his name? It said stealing a bicycle. So surely they're not going to say anything about a soldier on a train with no bags. Correct. Correct. There's also like uh, what looks like a little kid sitting. Uh, Sitting on the the train, you know, across from Nimmo. Yeah, first little kid we see. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. He, he bumps into Haynes Out and, you know, whispers once again, our famous quote, tally That's not the end of the episode, everyone. We still have time. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what I love is, is that he says it to Haynes, and then Nimmo, who's sitting, you know, diagonally from him, turns around so we can actually see that it's Nimmo. You know, see who it is that that is acknowledging. Mm-hmm. And actually, when he turns around, you can see that on the right hand side, that it isn't it isn't two women that are sitting in the back row. It's a woman and a man. You know, it's on the left hand side mm. that they have the two women. So they flipped them. That's right. They to flipped make us believe that yep. something else is going on here. I do like that, uh, as you mentioned, because Memo is sitting with his back to the camera, turns, follows Hanley out so that we can look at his face. Meanwhile, Haynes is it turns to look back. Because he hears Tally Ho, looks back to say, oh, well, clearly someone's after him or following him or there's someone in the other car or troubles afoot. Exactly. So then we, we get a shot back to Ashley Pitt, who we, we see that he's already handed over his passport, but he, for some reason, is still continuing to read his newspaper. Well, this is a very normal occurrence, right? If you're on a train occasionally, someone's going to ask for, you yeah, know, it's only ticket, common passport, courtesy to put papers, your paper down. Uh, if yeah. you're writing a dirigible, then you might have to hand over your ticket and... Yeah, no, this is fine. He's like, yeah, this is fine. Here's my passport. I'm going to keep reading this paper. Exactly. You guys are, do what you do. It it goes to his casualness that he is yeah. unbothered. I'm just going to translate everything that they say uh, instead of trying to, to garble my way through more German that, that, that I can't pronounce properly. <laughs> and basically the, the Gestapo guy says, are you traveling for your company? And he answers yes. And then oh. he's, then he says yes for my, for my business. And then he takes out a mm. business card and gives it to him, which is amazing. Cool. Because it, it goes to show that the yes. amount of detail that they thought of all of these cover stories for, for these various characters that, mm-hmm. okay, Ashley Pitt, you're a businessman. Here, we're going to give you a few business cards that, that we're going to forge business cards for you mm-hmm. to, to try to help make this even more plausible and realistic, which, which is great. It's I great. I love it. Fantastic detail. Yeah, here's my business. If you're ever in wherever I'm going and you need some insert said whatchamacallit, exactly. look me up. You know, the German looks through. I mean, there's a lot of pieces of paper in this passport. Mm-hmm. Again, 
you know, the, the, the attention to detail by, by the forgers, you know, that you're going to create, you're going to waste blank paper in order to help. Well, I'm going to assume one of those things is a train ticket too, right? He's, he put his ticket for the train in that little packet of stuff. Okay, so but that's the guy doesn't care about the ticket. <laughs> he cares about all of the documentation. He's there to examine the papers Come on, as in we general. Know, as we know with Germans, you know, you make you know, make sure you have a ticket, otherwise you're going to get thrown out of the... Uh, thrown off, 100%. Thrown, thrown out the window... <laughs> No tickets. <laughs> <laughs> For those who didn't get the reference, that it's uh, in the end, during the last crusade. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but but actually, Pitt really acts quite casual here the entire way, which is great. Now, yes. n- yeah. now he pulls, pulls out a off. wallet. Where'd you get the wallet from? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's kind of a good point, right? Because if you're recently escaping from prison, you wouldn't really no, have a wallet. He doesn't have a wallet, but the question is, is whether it was. You know, part of the things that they get Griffiths to, you know, yeah. to deal with. Yeah. Huh. Never would have thought about that. Well, I, I never thought about it until now. I tell you. <laughs> you know, he's got to have a place to, to keep his business cards. So to keep those business cards. That's he's right. like, okay, what do you need? <laughs> what do you need to make your, your disguise work even better? Well, I'm going to need business cards. Well, okay. Well, we can make your business cards. No problem. And, and how do you carry those business cards? Oh, well, uh, you need to make me a wallet. In a wallet, you know, not just they don't just have tailor; they also have a tannery <laughs> to create a leather base. The, the idea of them leather working in prison as well and hiding their feet, yeah, mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> and and then I love the way how the the the, the Gestapo guy takes the business card and puts it inside the passport instead of returning it to him. Yeah, yeah. They go. I'm not actually interested in buying any of your really products. <laughs> just take this back. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely, don't care what you're doing. And they continue on to the next car, which we know features Nimmo and and, and uh, Haynes. We don't know what, mm-hmm. what we, we we don't get to see what happens with them, but uh, they still no. go in that direction. And and also, I like the way that the, the the both the policeman and the Gestapo guy, they're they're walking very casually. Also, they're not in a rush. They they don't seem as if they're really going to catch anyone here. Well, and they know that the train is moving at you know a pretty serious clip so they are fairly confident that if somebody's on this train that they need to catch they're not going anywhere right okay that's true yeah um, and then we get to a shot of the the caboose and the door opens and out comes Blythe and henley which makes me wonder who opened the door oh it's it's henley you can see henley pushes his hand behind him yeah while Blythe was in front i'm sure henley reached around and was like let me get the door for you blind guy Exactly. First thing that Henley does is he looks out and then throws away his cigarette. Because, you know, you can smoke in a train, but the smoke out of a train is just completely crazy. <laughs> well, he, he's got to, you know, focus on more important things. Now. No, but maybe it's the wind that you mentioned that, you know, it's a little windy back there. Yeah, it's so. very windy. Very windy standing outside of a train. <laughs> Could be. You never know. And uh, But their hats stay on firmly. So we, we don't mm-hmm. see the wind, whether whether it's windy or not. It's not really, uh, not really established very well. About you don't that. see any evidence of no, it. No, none whatsoever. No. And then Blythe basically says, are the police? And then it gets cut off. So we don't even get to hear the rest of his question. Could be anything. Could be anything. Are the police yeah. a band that features Sting? Yep. <laughs> are the police chasing yep, us? Yep, you're right. Are the police... What, what else are can you think of the police? Are the, the police, are the police pulling up beside us on horseback? Could be anything. Yeah. Are the police above us in a chopper? Are the police? <laughs> are the police offering us, you know, a ride to the next town? Anything. Are the police surrounding the train? 
Or the police. Or are the police on the train? <laughs> Maybe. That would that would be my bit. <laughs> Unfortunately, I will never know. Yeah, well, we're just going to have to wait until, until next week to, to, to discuss that. So, Jeanette, why don't you tell us a little bit of your, your history of this movie, which I know is a very concise and, and recent history, but still, what is your history of this? <laughs> yes, my history with this movie is zero. Um, no history with this movie. I watched it when you asked me to be on this podcast because I was excited about doing it. It is a movie that, um, and you know this, I it's not in my wheelhouse of movies. <laughs> I, I tend to not watch a lot of uh, old, older movies from past the 80s. Um, not for any particular reason, just, you know, if they're not something I need to watch for a particular reason or a task at hand, I don't tend to go back and watch things. I know this is a classic, so this is certainly one that I had been aware of, knew what things, uh, knew some of the set pieces, right? Because a lot of the set pieces in this are a big deal. And I, I was familiar with the motorcycle bit from um, Top Secret, okay. which is yeah. brilliantly in that. So I, I was familiar with that. Uh, my dad is very familiar with classic movies, so when I said, um, hey, I got asked to do this podcast on The Great Escape, he was like, oh, I think I have a copy of that. Here's a copy of it. So um, I was able to watch his copy of it. He, again, just – I also I don't really like war movies or based on a true story movies, or and this one, it checks all those boxes. Um, but, again, knowing it was a classic, I was grateful for the opportunity to go back and make the time to watch it. Um, it's also very long. But did it feel long? But when uh, you it? It, it took. I mean, I've seen it so many times, so for me, it doesn't of, feel long. So yeah, parts of it I think drag. Um, what I what I found was I thought the tone was a little bit strange, a little uneven, but typical of movies of the era, right? So it kind of goes up and down. You have a little like sometimes it feels very eh, fun and camaraderie, and look at us planning this escape, and then you get killed. So it, it's it kind of up and down, a little bit strange, but also of the time. So I don't think that's any issue with it. Like I said, beautifully shot. The, the action sequences are great. Uh, the cast is incredible. I, I've said my favorite, favorite character in it is Handley, is James Garner. He is so slick, so smooth throughout the whole movie. And his friendship and relationship with Donald Pleasance as Blythe is fantastic. And I love that whole the whole relationship in the movie. So I was very grateful to get the opportunity to watch it. I enjoyed it. Um, I don't know that I will uh, watch it again. So okay. there you go. That, that, that's fair also. <laughs> but uh, no, no, the important thing is you enjoyed yeah. it. You know, whether, whether you want, there, there are so many movies out there to watch. So it doesn't not, you don't have to keep rewatching the same movie over and over, you know, but, but if someone ever says mm -hmm. to you, Hey, Jeanette, one, you want to watch The Great Escape with me, you would be like, I've seen it and I liked it, so yes, I will want to watch it again. And I've also now listened to a, a podcast of 172 episodes and, and I've now gotten even deeper meaning to, to the whole movie. I have deep appreciation for every single minute yeah. of the No, I'll, I'll be honest, when, when, I, when, <laughs> when I invited you to be on this, uh, my, my first impression was is that you were going to decline. I was very happy. I was very happy that you didn't because I, I, I do want to get, mm -hmm. you know, diverse uh, opinions and voices on the movie. Thankfully, mm -hmm. everyone who's been on has enjoyed the movie. So we haven't, we haven't reached the point where, where I've had guests that, that, you know, didn't want to discuss fun things about the movie. You know, and yeah. There are no diatribes about how bad the movie is. 
Well, it is. It, listen, it's a classic for a reason, right? It's it's brilliantly done. Like I said, great cast, incredible action sequences, really well assembled and put together. And so it's it certainly was a pleasure to watch. Okay, great. Well, I'm glad that I was able to add to your movie watching, you know, abilities, skills, list, whatever you want to call it. My palette. Your palette. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Who knows? Maybe maybe I'll convince you to. to... To, to watch some other classics at some point that, that you would never have thought of doing in the in, in the first place. You could try. <laughs> and I will. I will. Right. I guarantee that. How's that? Okay. That, that's a deal. All right. Great. <laughs> so you want to once again, for the final time this week, tell people yeah. how they can get in touch with Jeanette Ward. Absolutely. You can uh, check out my movie reviews on my blog, which is at jwardadventures.blogspot.com, the mundane adventures of a fangirl. It's just movie reviews, things I see, and then some thoughts on them. Um, and then you can check out my belly dance troupe at tamarintribalbellydance.com. We'll be out and about. We're finally starting to have actual events again. So we will be hosting an event here in August which, uh, with a show that will be Zoomed. So you're welcome to tune in via Zoom to catch the show. Which was five, um, five months ago, if anyone's paying attention. Uh, no, 2022 <laughs> August as well. Oh, there you go. I got you. Great. This, hey, I know that it's the first Friday of 2022. I'm on top of things. This upcoming August of 2022, we will be having a big show um, that will also, I believe, be Zoom, so you can check it out. All right. Uh, you can follow me on all the socials, on the Twitter, on the Facebook, on the Instagram, where I post um, pictures of birds that are at my bird feeder, because that's what I'm about. All right. Excellent. And while you're doing that, you can go rate, review, and subscribe on any podcatcher that you might be using to listen to this show. You can send us an email, thegreatminute at gmail.com. Our Facebook group is The Cooler. Our website is thegreatescapeminute.com, and our Twitter account is greatescapemxm. And uh, we will see everyone on Monday. Have a great weekend. Once again, for the second time, I get to say tally-ho.